Welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. <laughs> She's making me giggle, but today I'm here with my sister queen, my other sister queen, Madison Dalk, and she is going to talk to us a little bit about her platform, which is Anxiety Awareness. So Madison, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a 20-year-old junior at the University of Mississippi, where I'm majoring in political science with a double minor in global security studies and public policy leadership, where I hope to one day work for the Federal Bureau of Investigation as a liaison. My community service initiative is the Peace Project, which is mental health advocacies in schools, both going into schools and interacting with students, as well as um, legislation reform within the mental health realm. Uh, I'm from Hernando, Mississippi, originally, and I'm the current Miss Lafayette County. Slay. Slay, slay, slay. So what initially got you interested in your CSI? So growing up, I always kind of felt like I had something going on that was deeper than my understanding. My first memory is in the third grade where I started to now I understand that there are panic attacks. Um, I started having them when it came to any standardized tests that I was taking or um, multiplication times tables. And that really just sparked my test anxiety. And then that trickled down into social anxiety and generalized anxiety disorder, um, which led me to actually start self-harming when I was 12 years old. And I'm currently now three years clean from self-harm. So we're celebrating that in April. So I'm just very excited about that and just really showing young women that even though you interact and come across these obstacles, you are not your past and your past doesn't define you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So talk about the difference between, you know, specifically social anxiety compared to just generalized anxiety. Social anxiety is kind of more of when crowds trigger your anxiety or people like and interactions with um, other humans just kind of trigger you to have anxiety. While generalized anxiety disorder can have literally anything trigger your anxiety. It can be tests, literally driving a car. It just depends on who the person is really when it comes to just understanding the difference between the two. My sister has really bad social anxiety and then I have more of the generalized anxiety disorder. Um, so it's just really interesting to see how Yes, we're sisters, but we show our anxiety in different ways and we have to learn how to cope with it in different ways as well. Yeah. Yeah. So what is a common misconception that people have about social anxiety specifically? I think that a lot of people just think everyone that has social anxiety is shy when that's just not the case. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's just random events and just things that trigger people and to have anxiety or to have a panic attack within a situation. Um, and it's not necessarily their lack of interest of being around people. It's just that they don't know how to calm down in a situation. Um, but that's why we have resources like the Peace Project where we can teach children from a long, young age just how to cope with their anxiety in a healthy way rather than reverting to other ways that they can cope with it. So what is what does the Peace Project look like? Like, What do you focus on whenever you focus on advocating for anxiety? So most recently, I actually got to speak with um, two women's choirs about performance anxiety. They have a couple of performances coming up and they've never performed before. So I really, every time I speak to a group of students, I tailor my presentation to exactly what they're experiencing. And the great thing about being able to speak with them is that they were seventh graders. And when I was deep in my struggle with mental health, I was their age. So I was able to relate with them and just talk to them one-on-one -on -one and have a conversation about mental health rather than just pointing at things on a board and saying, hey, this could fix you. I open up a conversation and just let them know who I am so then they can feel comfortable asking me questions. I actually had the opportunity to talk with one of the students that I spoke with 
she reached out to me on Instagram and she said that she's been having trouble communicating with her mom. And I experienced the very similar situation with my mom because I didn't know my mom experienced anxiety because she's been had medication and therapy for years and I had no idea. So I told her everything that I did. I was like, I was so scared at first. I thought she was going to judge me and I thought she was going to think that I was the problem child. But that wasn't the case. She embraced me with open arms and she told me, hey, I experience it too. Mm -hmm. We can get you help and there's ways that you can overcome this. And I love that you talk about, you know, specifically advocating for choirs, because I think a lot of times we think that stage fright is just like something that we read about in books or something that we see in movies, but it is such a real thing and it's so valid, you know, and I I grew up dancing and obviously we both compete in pageants and I love that, you know, you're specifically targeting performers um, with your CSI because I think that that's so important and I don't think that it's just something that, um, you know, is fictional and that we hear about, you know, in um, in the arts. So I love that you're specifically targeting that. Yes, the arts is definitely something that I've always have a love for and have grown up with. Um, I did musical theater. So um, I was actually asked what was like the most pivotal moment where I felt the most anxiety when it came to performing. So I just talked about the audition process because I am not a singer first. And that's okay. We, we don't have to be perfect at absolutely everything. But when I was first going into auditions and I had to sing, I would break out in hives, but then I learned that if I keep practicing and I rely on my training and I trust the people that are instilling these lessons and in me and teaching me what I'm doing, I'm going to be able to succeed. I just have to keep practicing and trusting what I'm learning. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you were going to give one piece of advice to somebody who wanted to start advocating for anxiety, what would it be? Start now. Mm -hmm. I think the sooner we're all talking about mental health, that's when we're going to be able to prosper all together and overall just become a better society as a whole. And I think if we just continue to communicate with one another about what we're experiencing, we're going to bridge the communication gap with one another and we're going to be able to become a happier society and learn more about one another in the process. Yeah, I think half of the battle with mental health is just talking about it in the first place. So I love that. That's the entire purpose of your CSI is to just talk about it. Um, Absolutely. I think that's so important and it's something that's not done enough. So um, so thank you so much, Madison, for coming on and chatting with us about of mental health, course. anxiety. Of course. Um, thank you so grace. much. No, you. No, <laughs> you. <laughs> and I'll see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all.